Welcome back to The Theology of the Buddy, a podcast for Catholics who love the beauty of the church's sacred tradition. This is episode 80. My name is Chris, and I am joined today by my collation-filled co-hosts, Mike, Brooke, and Tim. Before we begin, if you haven't yet, make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening, and please leave us a five-star review. Also, don't forget to drop by TheologyOfTheBuddy.com for all of our past show notes and episodes. While you're at it, don't forget to follow us on social media so you can keep up to date with all of the great content we're sending out. You can find us at TheologyOfTheBuddy or at StayTraddy on Twitter. So on today's podcast, we're doing something a little bit different. We're going to start by playing a little game called Breaking Brook, and then we're going to be getting into answering the questions of our most valued friends on social media. So this episode went a little long, so we're going to end up splitting this episode in two. So episode 80 and 81 are going to be answering the questions of our friends. So uh, if you don't hear your question answered on this episode, don't worry, it's coming. All right, now we're going to throw it over to Tim to explain a little bit about what this game is going to be about. Okay, so this game is very, very simple. We're going to break brook. <laughs> it's quite easy. Yes. And they recognized him in the breaking of the brook. <laughs> the breaking of the brook. Okay. So Brooke, first thing I need you to do is I need you to take your earbuds out. You are not allowed to hear anything except for what Mike says to you. We Oh, okay. Yes. We need to clarify for our listeners. We've tested this already. And we verify that she can't hear a thing. We actually threw incredibly uh, insulting comments at her and she didn't even react. So, yeah. and uh, yeah. Okay. So yeah. just to make sure they that even you can't hear me, the carbs, just to make bread. sure that you, you can't hear me, Brooke, when you make bread, it's really stale. No. Okay. Your burgers are yeah. mediocre. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Anime true. does not move me emotionally. Oh, no reaction. Okay, so she can't hear us at all. Yeah, she definitely can't hear you guys. Nope, I can't hear anything. <laughs> Violet Evergarden was only okay. <laughs> now I'm offended. <laughs> I think that broke, that broke me. <laughs> well, that was next week's game. <laughs> okay, so Mike, here's what we're going to be doing. Chris and I have a series of the worst Catholic pickup lines that we could find. And you are going to relay <laughs> you're going to relay them to Brooke for us. I need to clarify, I made some of these up. Actually, I made all of these up. So Oh wow, you got more creative than I did. I wow. actually just went on and like hit Catholic Twitter and uh what was it? Uh, <laughs> I think you had an article. Uh, yeah, just so yeah. We're going to find out how I did the research. He crafted his by hand. Okay. So (laughs) we're going to start off. The suspense is killing me. Yes. (laughs) Now I need you to look deep into her eyes while you do this. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. I don't need a website to know that you are my perfect Catholic match. I don't need a website to know that you are my perfect Catholic match. Ugh. (laughs) (laughs) is that all you got (laughs) oh no (laughs) i think that's all they got chris you you gotta show them that's not all we got okay 
Hey She's girl, leaning away from me. <laughs> My, mine are there's a little bit. Like you're off the camera because you're trying to <laughs> escape. We're gonna need people to donate to our GoFundMe for their marriage counseling after this. <laughs> yeah. All right, mine are a little bit more risque. I do apologize, <clears throat> but what? Apology what else? Not accepted. <laughs> okay. Hey girl. Hey, Carl. Are you a Pope Francis encyclical? Are you a Pope Francis encyclical? Because I'd like to build a culture of encounter with you. Because I'd like to build a culture of encounter with you. (laughs) Why, though? (laughs) (laughs) So, last night... Okay, I'm sorry, Mike. I'm sorry. Humanism so, or something. Probably. <laughs> so last night I was reading the book of numbers. So last night, girl, I was reading the book of numbers. And I realized I don't have yours. And I realized I don't have yours. <laughs> hey, Mike, do you know my number off the top of your head? I do. Are you lying? <laughs> no. <laughs> But, but I don't think I learned it until after we were married. Wow. (laughs) So if you remembered my number, maybe you would have called me. This is how tech reliant I am. (laughs) Okay. Here we go. The worst. (laughs) Hey girl. Is it my phone? (laughs) Hey girl. Are you a Marty Hoggins song? Are you a Marty Hagen song? Because I can't get you out of my head. Because I can't get you out of my head. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! That was the first so crack. Many of them. <laughs> That's the first crack right there. You know, as soon as you said that, I was just like, "One bread, one body." <laughs> 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 Hey, girl. I put the stud in Bible study. I put the stud in Bible study. Uh, it's true. Yep. Tim, I realize I, realize I have say- two extra. Oh, you do? Excellent. Yep. Okay. I thought you were going to say I put the stud in stud finder. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm I'm backing off of that one. <laughs> <laughs> these these are really bad. Oh, they're awful. Hey, I love it. Hey girl, are you the third secret of Fatima? Hey girl, <laughs> are you the third secret of Fatima? Because I'd really because like to get to know the real you. I'd really like to get to know the real you. <laughs> Okay, that was the best. That one's the best so far. That one's clever. Yeah, that like one's that. great. I like that. Hey, girl. I like that. Hey, girl. Are you an ecumenical council? Are you an ecumenical council? Because it's because nice seeing you. It's nice seeing you. Peace out. I'm out of here. Oh, oh man. That was the one I was looking forward to, too. <laughs> This is the most <laughs> marriage level pickup line that I have so far. <clears throat> hey girl. 
Hey, girl. Are you a pontifical <laughs> high mass? Are you a pontifical high mass? Because you take forever to get dressed, but I'm here for it. Because you take forever to get dressed, but I'm here for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Hey, Mike. Yes. It takes you longer to get ready than it does for me. And you know what? I'm here for it. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'm the pontifical the reverse in this relationship. <laughs> but would that make me a requiem man? Who wears the kappa mania in this relationship? <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's all I got. That's all you got. Okay, so we're going to finish up here. Hopefully, we're going to finish strong. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. <laughs> the Bible says to guard your heart. The Bible says to guard your heart. Honey, you just set off honey. my security alarm. <laughs> <laughs> you just set off my security alarm. <laughs> <laughs> I think we broke her. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Special thanks to Catholic Twitter and Epic Q. <laughs> I was literally driving home from the hospital from uh, visiting my daughter when she was there. And I'm like, I'm sitting there with a voice recorder, just like letting it go. And I'm just like, rhyming off all these stupid things there was there was a lot that ended up on the on the cutting room floor i'll just say that oh man i mean you should have just saved that recording and published it as a podcast what are we even doing here (laughs) wait what he was a recording (laughs) (laughs) you should probably put your your earbuds in (laughs) (laughs) oh man i used to do that back when i was doing comedy Uh, yeah when I was driving from uh, my house up to Atlanta, it was about an hour and a half. Yeah, I just constantly had the voice recorder going. Yep. That's funny. Um, All right. Well, do you guys want to move to the uh, the Ask Me Anything portion? Let's do it. Okay. That was a great game, by the way. Yeah, yeah that well was done, great. Tim. That was oh, fantastic. Thank you. It, was, it was fun. I loved every moment of it. <laughs> hey, do you, know how I know, do you know how I know that Chris is an optimist? How? Because uh, he called us our his um, collation filled co host and not collation emptied co host. <laughs> Is the stomach collation full or collation <laughs> So funny. There you go. Okay, Maybe that okay. one should have stayed on the cutting room floor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Quick question. It can still so, go there. It can it can still get cut. <laughs> so so today is as we're recording. It's the feast of Saint Joseph, and it's it tech. And by the way, Mike, you and Aaron sounded great today at mass. Well done. Mm-hmm. Thanks, dude. Very good. Very good. That well was nerve wracking. I bet. Yeah, the chant that without our usual uh, canter. Yeah. So you guys did great. You did fantastic. I was very impressed. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it's technically first class feast or uh, double first class. And so did you guys actually let go of the the fasting rules today? 
We did, yeah. I feel like I'm ju- gonna be judged so harshly. <laughs> <laughs> I've grown in devotion to Saint Joseph over, like over the past probably two years specifically. Um, so I was just like, nah, I'm celebrating. Mm-hmm. He's a good dad. Good yeah, dad. we we definitely. <laughs> celebrated a bit we got shawarma today yeah nice not as good as the shawarma in london though no shelby's we we went to the shelby's in st thomas shelby's in london so much better wow shots fired Mm -hmm. sorry it's just different you could tell wow well there goes our all our listeners who are st thomas shelby's fans (laughs) bye julie (laughs) 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 yep um, All right. Well, so let's get into the the ask me anything section. Um, we had uh, a number of people reach out, and I am so grateful. Uh, I put out a bit of a, a urgent plea on our Instagram in particular, and I was like, "Help!" because we only got like one response uh, on Twitter. And thank um, you, fairly certain. <laughs> No, there was another. There was somebody else too, wasn't there? No, no, it was. It was only uh, fairly certain that uh, that knocked on our door for that one. Oh, okay, I mean, it's, a, it's a great question. It's one that we could probably do a whole episode on. Okay, yeah, um, a little spicy. So, I like it. So fairly certain, and then uh, I thought our friend Anthony Stein also. Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, well, that so, was Instagram, or did you? No, that, yeah, that was too? that was not Twitter though. That was that was Instagram. That was Instagram. Okay. Yeah. Instagram. Okay. Okay. So, so in any case, we want to give a huge shout out uh, to uh, first of all to uh, Anthony Stein or uh, what's his what's his handle on Instagram? RL Stein. Pontificator <laughs> Just Max. Kidding. Pontificator Max. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, to fairly certain. Uh, mm-hmm. our good friends, uh, at Sarah Farthing music. She's amazing. Uh, also, uh, Bill J Dykstra showed up. Oh yeah. Jen Van Awesome. She really likes bands. <laughs> uh, at visual litany, our good friend. Wow. <laughs> Long time. She has some really great artwork up. Totally <laughs> not asking ourselves questions. <laughs> yeah, I have the question though. I'm asking the question. It's not directed to me. It's directed to everybody else. Okay. So sorry. Um, B- yeah. See, B- if Carmen. I remember we were doing that, omnibus of errors would have been all over this. <laughs> <laughs> um, B Carmen K11 and uh, Lepanto Rosaries. Yeah. So big, big shout out to those guys. So let's begin, shall we? Mm-hmm. Bring it on. All right. So we're going to try to make this as as quick as possible. Tim, can you do you have do you have your phone there? I absolutely do. Can you pull up the question from fairly certain? I don't know what it is. I've got it right here. Okay. Does the Latin mass stand a chance in your diocese? 1 minute on the clock. Chris, you go first. In the diocesan context, I, oh, it, it seems territorially so is the, more the question. But yeah, Ugh. yes, it stands a chance everywhere because it's the Latin Mass. 
um, it's not doing particularly well in our diocese, but I mean, there are communities around it that are fighting for it. There's also the dreaded SSPX and, uh, they're not in our diocese. Oh, right. Not officially. Not officially. They kind of have been doing some masses here and there, but officially they're in the next door diocese. Yeah. Yeah. Throw down that gauntlet. I, I would say, I wouldn't say that they're not, the Latin mass in our diocese is not doing well. It has grown. Chris, you can attest to that. That's like fair. our number, the numbers have gone up since even we've been there. And I want to say they've gone up by at least 50%, if not more than that, since I've been there. So it is a growing community, um, but we're, it's not, the diocese isn't advocating for us. I feel like we're not getting a lot of support for people to stay or to have a firmly rooted place in the diocese. Yeah, it's a battle. There, I think our community in particular has grown, but we're seeing a pretty harsh traditionist interpretation locally. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. Will we stand a chance? I I I'm a little bit more pessimistic. Um but hey, I thought the collation was half full. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm a little bit pessimistic, but I know that there is the there is a plan right now in place for a Corpus Christi extravaganza, um, which will include a bouncy castle potentially, um, and a <laughs> large procession. So. Don't you know bouncy castles are Nazi now? Oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Fr- hashtag freedom. Total. Bouncy. Yeah. Total microaggression there. Yeah, maybe it is. It'll trigger. It'll trigger everybody. Yeah. So Triggered. anyway, may I would say there's a there's a chance with the bouncy castles uh, in place. I bouncehausen. So, so you said you were pessimistic, but you just made a great argument for why the community is doing great. Bouncy castles. I don't hear. We don't have bouncy castles. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah. So on the southern side, hold on. I get to answer too. Oh, oh yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I forgot. You're somewhere else though. (laughs) I'm a totally different diocese. Okay. So (laughs) locally to me, uh, you know, we don't like you, like you guys, we don't have the SSPX, but they're kind of on the doorstep and, you know, it's, I don't know. I don't know if they're taking advantage of the situation here, which was not an unwelcome thing at all, but, uh, the, uh, invitation has been extended. And as far as the Bishop goes, I think he's doing the best he can to kind of keep it going but he's really getting the hammer dropped on him. So we've got a couple of different Latin mass communities in the diocese. One is over in Mobile, which is over on the Louisiana side. For those who are familiar, it's next door to New Orleans. You could you know, hit a golf ball from one to the next, essentially. And then you've got the one over in the Montgomery side, which is closer to the Georgia side of the line. And each community can have two Latin masses a month and they try and alternate it as best they can. Uh, but I, you know, I think he's doing the best he can, you know, he, he's skirted the not having it in a parish rule by giving us our own chapel. And 
now. Granted, the chapel needs to be completely rebuilt, but you know, I mean, we've got tools; we can do it. Uh, so, I think we're going to be treading water for a while. Now, my big hope is that with the um, with what's happening on the twenty fifth with all the bishops here, where we uh, dedicate Russia to the Immaculate Heart of Mary <laughs> and consecrate Russia to the Immaculate Heart of Mary, I'm hoping for some conversion of bishops too. So, yeah. Some collateral damage. Yes. Maybe uh, a little bit of grace shrapnel. Yes. Mm. <laughs> awesome. Okay. So I I neglected as well. Uh I forgot there is a question here from a T Mason 47. So that needs to be Wait a minute. Oh yeah, I remember. Okay, I remember. Yeah, sorry. Okay. Uh, what beard oil does Chris use and can you have a beard care episode? Uh, so, uh, I don't, I really don't use beard oil much anymore. And, and here's, and here's the reason, um, I can't smell it as well anymore because of hashtag COVID 2021. So my favorite scent was a um uh it was an apple bourbon uh mm. scented beard oil and uh i can't remember the name of the place that made it sadly it's a canadian place in cambridge um if i can remember if i can i'll i'll find out and i'll put the link in the show notes at theologyofthebuddy.com um <clears throat> but yeah it was really good it smelled so amazing uh supposedly it was you know, not everybody's favorite, but Julie liked it. So that's all that matters. And I don't think I <laughs> would have enough information uh, to really do a full beard care episode. So I hope that answers your question, T Mason 47. I, I have a feeling that he's very satisfied by that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just, you know, reaching out to the, uh, the internet here and just taking the temperature. I think he's very satisfied <laughs> with that answer. Unfortunately, Chris can't teach you how to grow the world's thickest beard over a podcast. Oh man. Just doesn't work like that. I've, I've been growing it since I was 11, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not joking. Um, <laughs> I wish I was. Um, <laughs> fourth grade, you've got a better beard than the teacher. <laughs> I did have, I did have a better goatee than, than most of the staff at high at my high school. That's for sure. Um, okay. So the question from our good friend, Anthony Stein from return to tradition, amazing podcast, amazing dude. Shout mm -hmm. out to him. We love you. So by Belloc standards, do you live in a little servile state? Is Canada a servile state? I think short answer, no, but long answer, mm, kind of, little bit. Um, Getting it's, there. <laughs> it's more like it's more like the stuff that Belloc warned leads you towards the servile state have continued and are worse now than they were in his time. But I still don't think we're we meet the definition of being a servile state. You still have at least the economic freedom to choose not to work for someone or, you know, to take your labor where you want to, essentially. So by definition, that makes you not a servile state. 
right? I mean, so I, I'm still, I'm still a little bit more on the side of like, like I, I maybe not by Belloc standards back then, but I don't think Belloc wouldn't, would have envisioned or did envision kind of the state we're in currently in Canada. Mm -hmm. Like for example, like, like for Julie and I, right. We both lost, well, I lost my job as a PSW because I refused the mandate. Julie is looking mm-hmm. down the barrel at losing her job as a nurse because of the mandate. Um, we'd love to get a job elsewhere doing the same thing. Do we have that ability? Mm-hmm. Not not really in Canada, uh, as, mm-hmm. as far as we can see. Um, there are still places very much that have the mandate in place. Okay, Cool. So that's fine. Um, so why don't you just move to the United States? We can't. Why? Because they have a vaccine mandate in order to cross the border. So oh, and I've crossed we- the borders before with no permission. <laughs> 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 so, but again, like you know, mm-hmm. we don't we don't even have the ability to easily escape it. You know, and yeah. if we wanted to be able to travel easily to say British Columbia, we're not even allowed to get on a plane or a train to get there without a vaccine mandate, without a vaccine passport. Mm-hmm. You know, granted that is being quote unquote lifted. Well, I don't think the transportation one has been lifted yet. Like the the plane one certainly hasn't. Um, just a random anecdote, side note thing. Um there was a recent article about um, a group of people from the West Coast that chartered a turboprop airplane, not even a jet, a turboprop airplane that had to make multiple stops along the way to make it, um, that uh, flew out to the Freedom Convoy in Ottawa. And uh, word got out that uh, there were a couple of unvaccinated people on that flight. That airline... Uh, charter airline is now paying for that. Um, so, and, and so are the people that were unvaccinated that flew. Right. So, you know, are we in a servile state? I mean, I, I don't necessarily see it as being, you know, truly free, you know, like I'm not free to be able to, to do work and do the work that I want to do, you know, and, you know, follow my conscience and things like that. So again, I don't know for, I wouldn't say it's strictly like we talked about in the podcast by Belloc's original standards. Um, but I don't think Belloc ever would have envisioned what we're in today in Canada in 2022. And, you know, and I think he he wouldn't have. (laughs) Yeah. So there are a lot of ways to be unjust that aren't a servile state though. Right. Like, I mean, there are tons of injustices <laughs> as you just listed a litany of them going on. <laughs> but I mean, a, ster- a servile state is one where you you are forced to work for someone else's benefit. Mm. Not necessarily one where you're, you don't have the freedom to get all the jobs that you are qualified for or don't have the freedom to travel or things like that, although those may be unjust and against our charter of rights and freedoms and stuff like that. It's different from being a servile state. Mm. I mean, 
That's fair. That's only one example of a way a society can go wrong. If you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I wonder what, what Belloc would actually call this. I think you know, it would be a completely question. different definition. I think it would be a whole new definition. Imagine saying, hey, Belloc, imagine this. A multi-billion dollar corporation is franchised out for other people to buy. I'm not going to say what one, but you could literally have one within blocks of each other. You pay people minimum wage to work there. And uh, yeah, they just pop up everywhere. There's tons of them. And uh, really, really rich people own all of them. Imagine just telling him you can buy a burger from one company on at one place and buy this exact same burger at another location, like two miles away. Was that Ma- would not exist. Was McDonald's that around back then? When did McDonald's start? Like no. 1950s? Yeah. 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 This could be literally any burger chain, though. It's not that far off, okay? It's like 20 years after <laughs> the Servile State. No. When did he write Servile State? 1920s. 30s, okay. Was it the 1930s? I thought it was, it was between the world wars. Okay. I thought it was so it's definitely that. after 1918. I, I would believe you. You're smarter than me. Before 39. <laughs> anyway, so I guess what I'm saying is I, I still I don't think I don't think Belloc would be in favor of what we're seeing today in Canada. Definitely and I think not. he would have, I think he would have a very strong opinion about it, <laughs> yeah, not, <laughs> but not the servile state, but yeah. you guys definitely took a hard turn from the world's happiest liberal democracy. I mean, yeah, it's yeah. True. yeah. It's like a light switch got flipped and it was just like, bam. All Remember sudden, growing up, like there were all the, all these people saying like, Canada's the best place to live in the oh, world yeah. and stuff like that. Right. Mm-hmm. That was there kind of a action. thing in the '90s and early 2000s. There was when I was in uh, eighth grade home economics. There was actually a video that we watched about how great Toronto was. <laughs> and I, mean, I was like, "Yeah, that looks really cool." You know, and I, I would love to live in that city. That's Yikes. yeah. That's, yeah, no, yeah. you don't. <laughs> do, do Do you want scabies? You don't want to. Well, I don't want to live in any city right now, honestly. But uh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, so expensive. It, yeah. yeah. Our mutual friend, uh, who I won't name, owns a home in Toronto. And it's a it's a it's a decent like century home. And uh, you know, I think it's like three bedrooms, nicely done on the inside. Uh it would go for a million four. Oh yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. Probably probably more than that, actually. If it's yeah. a if if it is it a detached house? When when did you last ask him? Yeah. Like, because like, prices like within have the last doubled in the past year. Yeah, within the last <laughs> like within the last year. Like we, well, it was actually Boy. a couple months ago. Yeah. He yeah. Yeah. He looked at houses in his neighborhood and it came up a million four. It, and oh, I mean, man. you're literally like you're rubbing butt cheeks with an. Okay, that shouldn't say that. You are <laughs> li- <laughs> that might want to get edited out. <laughs> wow, you are so Canada close. Has You're- taken a hard turn from that <laughs> happiest liberal democracy. <laughs> okay, this question's from Father James Martin. <laughs> 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 What's your favorite thing about Toronto, Chris? <laughs> He's gonna. Can he breathe? Is he okay? 
I don't think he can breathe. Rubbing butt cheeks. I'm gonna put it on his shit. I'm living my best life right now. Just think how much work you guys put into trying to break Brooke and all <laughs> you had to do. All you do is let Chris talk for a minute. Oh. <laughs> Chris, don't edit a second of this out. Okay. I won't. <laughs> anyway. If you edit this out, you have to save it for like a a VIB blooper reel or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, Tim is at, Tim has asked for me to leave it in. I think it's fair. <laughs> That's anyway. So you're pretty you're like there's literally no spaces between the houses in Toronto. It's just He still hasn't learned his lesson that is, literally. <laughs> that is another way to say it. <laughs> There's figuratively no spaces between the houses. Gosh, Mike, you're such a stickler. This has been going on for like almost 20 years, Mike. You've been correcting me on this. Like literally 20 years. <laughs> 2002. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Anyway, don't oh. move to Toronto. It, yeah. Uh, People will no literally rub a cheek. That may be a selling point for some. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a, they're it's amazingly a- friendly here. <laughs> wear a mask, though. Be sure you wear a mask. I'm going to get an ugly letter from the mayor of Toronto. <laughs> oh. Anyway. <clears throat> Wow. Okay. So that actually sounds like real COVID advice. That's the funniest. Uh, yeah, wear a mask, but oh you boy. can rub butt cheeks. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds. It sounds like something like Doug Ford or Chris. Yeah, Christine Elliott or whatever would say. No, there was literally instructions to be like, when you're going out having casual sex with random people, you should wear a mask during. <laughs> that came from like provincial health units. Yeah, yes. that was so ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Look, Tim is just like, <laughs> like, huh? Yeah. I'm sorry. I, I grew up sciencing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Canada is a super happy place, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, don't you know our politicians follow the science? <laughs> it's the Disney World of Western democracies. I know. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> Used to be. <laughs> now it's now it's just the Tower of Terror. Um, oh my goodness! That's okay, such a great ride. <laughs> okay, thank you for the question, Anthony Stein. <laughs> I'm sure that's what you were looking for. Oh, I better sorry, see buddy. some butt cheek t- tweets coming out of him. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, gee. He's gonna unfollow us. <laughs> well, this might actually get a response video from him. No, you never know. Okay. So, uh, the next question. You were warned. <laughs> so we, so we have a number of them. Sponsored by Catholic stickers. <laughs> <laughs> we have a number of questions from uh, Sarah Farthing Music. She asks, 
Um, so we'll, we'll kind of rapid fire some of these. Uh, yep. Do you guys celebrate your saint days in your house in addition to births- birthdays? If so, how? I like to, yes. and yeah, if I can, I'll make a, a nice meal because St. Joan of Arc is my buddy. Mm-hmm. So We've been kind of hit and miss on remembering it, but we intend to. <laughs> At the We're very least, trying to establish it as a tradition. Yeah. Yeah. At the very least, raise a glass. Uh, more than anything, really trying to celebrate our baptism days, like with the kids and stuff too. So, yeah. You got to write that down on the calendar. For sure. What about you guys? Uh, well, my confirmation saint was actually the saint for my birthday. So it's very, very easy to remember. St. Maximilian Colby. Nice. Oh, nice. Yeah, no, I came in late to the party, so I got to choose all the new saints. Yeah. <laughs> That's August. I know it. August, August 15th. Uh, I'm a, I'm, yeah. 14th. Not 15th. 14th. 14th. There you yes! go. Yes, I knew it. Oh, yeah. his birthday's August 15th. I know. I know. Mm-hmm. We uh, wish each Which other happy assumption. birthday this year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that was my assumption. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It wasn't I, your I, assumption. So close. <laughs> <laughs> But since I became Catholic, it's the assumption I'm working under. <laughs> oh, that bomb so hard. <laughs> I'm I'm glad I'm not the only one that makes bad jokes leave in this group now. The, leave the jokes to the bears, Ebenezer. <laughs> so uh in answer to the question as well, I'm I'm the same way. It's one of those things where we attempt to, we try to. Um, but yeah, um, if I could make a recommendation, there's an awesome book called, uh, the Catholic all year compendium. I can't remember the lady who wrote it. Kendra Tierney. Uh, yes. Yes. She's awesome. Yeah, I have it. Yeah. Great yeah. book. Um, gives some really cool practical ideas of how to, uh, best enter into saints days and, and Catholic feast days. Um, there's and then there's another good one too. What's the other one? Catholic all year long by Maria von Trapp. Yes, Julie has that one yes, too. Yes, it's it's fantastic. Awesome. Okay. All right. This one goes to Brooke, and um, <laughs> and I, maybe I can answer this one kind of by proxy for Julie. She asks uh, how to do Lent while nursing and pregnant. Uh, we Byzantines oh. normally do no mm-hmm. meat or dairy all Lent, and when the wife can't do that, does the husband still do it? Makes meal planning and prep way harder. When different family members are doing different things. Curious what you guys think. Okay. Uh, unpopular opinion, maybe. I don't know. Um, but if I, when I was pregnant and nursing, I was like super merciful on myself because I had a really hard time eating. So anything I could eat, I had to just go for it. Um, but denying yourself other things like Netflix or um forcing yourself to listen to i don't know audiobooks or something that are spiritual beneficial versus you know spending time on youtube or i think i gave up youtube one year um but those things are kind of easy but for in terms of like food and fasting from food i i didn't really do that when i was uh pregnant or nursing because anything i could keep down was great and when you're nursing you're trying to feed somebody else so that was kind of important but you can do other things it's not just about 
you don't have to worry these days anyway, but just about food fasts or food abstinence. Um, be, 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 be gracious to yourself and gentle, be gentle with yourself, especially now, I would say, but this is me. <laughs> I know when I've been pregnant that I just <laughs> ate everything. So what have you done for fasting when Julie was pregnant? Honestly, mm-hmm. I, I still did it. Um, mm-hmm. Like that really didn't impact things. Um, but like, uh, yeah, like we would end up eating, like we kind of did like the, I would do like the um, midnight to three fast and then I would eat what she was eating at dinner. Um, mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But we did try to do yeah. like the Monday, Wednesday, Friday meatless and things yeah. like that. That's doable. Yeah. It's pretty easy if you're doing like the, uh, the pre 55 Latin fast where you're just doing like, um, collations and stuff mm-hmm. where as the husband, you just take your tiny portion of food and shut up about it uh, mm-hmm. when it's collation time and just cook normally. Other than that. Yeah. Yeah. Business you- would be so hard. I think that yeah. they eat essentially flax and that's about it. Byzantines. Yeah. They are, they Byzantines go so hard for Lent. I they love do. Them. Yeah. Oh man. But yeah, they like no dairy, nothing like that. Yeah. Yep. No dairy, mm-hmm. no meat, uh, no butter, uh, seasoning. There's a, you know, yeah. No, God bless them. Mm-hmm. So shout oh, out to you, to you guys. Um, you are amazing. Um, yes. Okay, next question. Teens, pray for my heathen soul. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, another rapid fire question. What are y'all reading for Lent? Story of a Soul by St. Therese of Lisieux. Solid. What am I doing for? I don't have a specific spiritual reading. I've been listening to the Bible in a year. I'm reading right now the treatise on mental prayer by St. Peter. Of something Spanish. Of Alcantara. Can't remember. Oh, Alcantara. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, that wasn't specifically for Lent. It's just what I'm reading right now. Very Franciscan of you. Yes. Te- technically kind of Carmelite, too. But uh, yeah, I mean, he, yeah. he buddied up to some Carmelites. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, <laughs> yeah. I am doing the Imitation of Christ. Nice. And, yeah. Nice. That's... Yeah. Uh, there's a really good translation that uh, the Daughters of St. Paul put out. That's It's a different translation than like the ones you'll commonly get at you know whatever Protestant bookstore sells Imitation of Christ. But yeah, solid. And that one, it takes a little bit. It took a little bit for me to kind of adjust to it because it's I'm used to books that are just sit down and you read. You know, I'm gonna knock out two chapters of this, three chapters of this, and it's like, no, you, this is more of a Lexio Divina kind of book. Absolutely, so, mm-hmm. agreed. That, yeah, that took a little bit of adjusting there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I actually random random side note: you bring up Protestant bookstores. I I purchased years and years and years ago a, a Protestant imitation of Christ just because it looked cool, and I opened up and I realized that they had removed entire chapters. From it, there's mm-hmm. like like the entire chapters on the Blessed Sacrament were ripped out. Yeah. Like, 
Well, yeah. yeah, they're they're okay with removing books and chapters. And so, yeah, they're not. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not salty about that at all. <laughs> yeah. Um. So for me, Divine Intimacy uh, by Father Gabriel of Saint Mary Magdalene. Um, that's my daily. And uh, to quell the terror, I can't remember the author's name, but it's about the um, the Carmelite sisters, uh, Carmelite martyrs of Campagnang. So. Oh, that's- or Compayen, I guess. Um, yeah, so that's the that's the goal. Anyway. Sweet. Yeah. Okay. That's I read a good list. I read a book on them not too long ago. It was The Song of the Scaffold, I think it was mm. called. Ah, solid. Love that book. Yeah. Um Yeah, one of the random random side note too. One of the world's top scholars on uh the Carmelite Martyrs was a teacher at Western University in London. What? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. And he was Orthodox. He wasn't even Roman hmm. Catholic. Yeah. Uh, he just recently died a few years ago. Had no idea. Picked up the book, which was published by the Institute of Carmelite Studies. Opened it up and I'm like, London, Ontario? What? Like, we should have had this hmm. guy come and speak at the Carmelite Parish, but never did. Anyway, so there you go. Thank you so much for listening to part one of today's podcast. What are your thoughts on today's episode? Do you have any questions for us? We'd love to hear from you guys. Message us on Facebook or DM on Instagram at Theology of the Buddy. Find us on Twitter at Stay Tratty or email us at theologyofthebuddy at gmail.com. Also, would you please consider subscribing to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, YouTube, TuneIn, or wherever you listen to great podcasts. Also, please consider rating and reviewing us on iTunes. We'd really appreciate it. All right, so make sure you're subscribed so you can hear when we are coming back to answer your questions in the next two weeks. We'll save you all a seat at the table. And until then, stay tratty.